Welcome to the Recruiting Report from Top Echelon Software, recruiting software for people who hire the best. The Recruiting Report is a podcast devoted to all things recruiting. No matter if you're a search consultant, corporate recruiter, or a human resources professional, so thank you for joining us today. My name is Matt Deutsch, and I'm joined by Austin Wilhelm. We're members of the TES Marketing Department, and we are here today to talk about recruiting. So Austin, before we get started, this is the first episode of this new podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, what our listeners can expect and uh, what the vision is behind this whole podcast? Yeah. So welcome to the Referring Recruiting Report, guys. Uh, this is a, a podcast well, about recruiting. Um so you can expect, you know, uh, topics ranging from, you know, trends, latest trends in recruiting, stuff like that, and uh, um, certain, you know, ways to enhance your recruiting uh, efforts and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, uh, the, the vision behind it was just to kind of, um, you know, really, really make a good uh, resource for recruiters out there that, you know, wanted to know the latest trends and, you know, what's what's happening now, what to expect in the future, what other recruiters are saying, things like that. So, yeah. Uh, so the first episode today uh, we had um, scheduled was to be about the state of the industry report. Matt, what's, uh, what is the state of, in- of the industry report? Well, the state of the industry report is something that we put out for, well, five of the last six years. We didn't do it last year because you can imagine why we didn't do it last year, but we'll get to that in a couple of minutes. Uh, and in order to get the information for our state of the recruiting industry report, we sent out something called the state of the recruiting industry survey. So that makes absolute sense. Uh, we conducted this survey of more than 30,000 recruitment professionals in the United States and Canada toward the end of last year, about the end of last year, beginning of um, 2021. As always, we designed the survey to gauge these professionals' opinions regarding a wide range of recruiting and hiring topics so that we could publish this year's record, uh, report. And of course, that's what we did. Um, as we get, as we go down the list of topics in the report, we wanted to start with what we call the elephant in the room. And uh, Austin, you can probably guess what that elephant is. Yeah, yep, <laughs> it's a big one. <laughs> yes, it is. It is the COVID-19 virus and the ensuing pandemic. Uh, and, which, and of course, the pandemic is still ongoing. So we, we made that a part of the survey because we knew it was going to affect the survey greatly. You know, the first four, the other four, uh, the other four state of the industry surveys that we put out prior to uh, the end of 2020 didn't include that, of course. And they, all those reports, all those surveys and reports before the 2021 uh, were released in a candidate's market. Uh, there were plenty of um, there were plenty of jobs available during this candidate's market. Yes, the four state of the industry reports we had before the 2021 were all during a, uh, a candidate's market. And that's where you have a lot of job orders, uh, not a whole lot of top quality candidates and the candidates have the leverage. Uh, the, the pandemic definitely had an effect on that and, and as well as a lot of other things. So when we posed this survey question, we left it very open ended on purpose. We wanted to give recruiters as much room and as much space as they needed to answer the question as completely as they would like. And one thing that we have uh, found out with these surveys is that recruiters love to tell you what they think, which is fantastic. We want all the feedback that we can get. After all, this pandemic affected everybody's life, and that certainly includes the professional lives of uh, agency recruiters and search consultants. So what we asked was, how specifically did the COVID-19 pandemic affect your recruiting desk and or your agency in 2020? Now, as you might imagine, the pandemic negatively affected the vast majority of those recruiters who responded. However, about 5% of them indicated that because of the industry and niche in which they operate, the pandemic actually contributed to an influx 
of job orders, thus increasing their business. However, these recruiters were definitely in the minority for the vast majority of survey participants. The pandemic adversely affected their business. And there was a sliding scale in terms of destruction, if you'll excuse that that phrase right there. But the common theme in their responses is that between March and June of 2020, everything pretty much stopped. Employers stopped hiring. They stopped issuing job orders. And they froze job orders that they had already issued. Then when they needed to hire, they did so from within and without the services of a search consultant. So in the survey, reporters or recruiters, recruiters reported losing huge chunks of business, ranging anywhere from 50K to well over $200,000. However, they also indicated that things began picking up again around the July to August time frame and, has, and things have been consistently busy ever since. Some responses, uh, some respondents even compared the three to four month stretch in the middle of 2020 to the Great Recession in terms of how drastically business slowed down. Thankfully, it was only a three to four month stretch, not a three to four year stretch like the recession was. But um, we left it open-ended, as we said. So we have a lot of responses. A lot of recruiters wanted to tell us what happened. And we have those responses. And Austin, you have a few of the the top responses that we received. Um, What were those? Yeah. So the first one we have here is, uh, so uh, quote, uh, everything basically came to a complete stop from March to May. Zero face-to-face interviews during those three months. Then finally started to get a couple face-to-face interviews in June. Summer was still pretty slow, but now finally seeing big increases in job openings, end quote. Another person said, quote, my business stopped on March 15th and didn't start again until July. That four-month loss cost between $50,000 and $100,000, end quote. Uh, Another respondent said, and this one me and Matt were discussing, it was kind kind of brutal, but quote, COVID destroyed my business. I'm down... $235,000 $235,000 in last year. And I can't even, I can't even imagine being down $235,000. I, I feel physically ill and it's not even my recruiting desk to talk that's, about it in terms like yeah. that. Yeah. That's uh that, that's quite a, that's quite a hit. That's brutal. Um, so another respondent mentioned quote, I lost time in all phases of the process. It cost me two to three placements and between 60 to $90,000 end quote. And last but not least, for this section, we have, quote, it murdered us. Over 50% drop in revenue and 80% of our clients didn't hire for at least 90 days. Some still aren't. 2021 will feel like a rebuilding year, end quote. I mean, look at some of the the words they're using here. Uh, Complete stop. Stop. My business stopped. Destroyed. Destroyed my It murdered. Murdered. Yeah. These are. Yeah. They're not very subtle. These are very specific. Harsh. Yes. Harsh. Brutal words. So. You know, uh, it definitely had an effect. Things are better now, obviously, and they did pick up toward the end of last year. But uh, yeah. when something like that happens, there's just so much uncertainty. It, it it took it took a big hit. Is basically what happened. Yeah, and, and you know, it wasn't very. It's not very subtle to you know in, in general. It it, it uh, quite harshly affected their business, obviously. So uh, yeah. Well, that takes us to the next part of uh, our recruiting industry survey. We asked recruiters specifically how many placements did they personally make in 2020? This was a, a multiple choice uh, answer. We gave them a, a, a variety of uh, answers to choose from, not like the previous question, which was open-ended. So uh, Austin, you have those results. Can you read those results for us? Yeah, yeah. So uh, how many placements did you personally make in 2020? We had 30.9% uh, respond with uh, six to 10 placements uh, in 2020. Uh, the next level at 30%, 30.1% at one to five placements. 17.7% was in between 11 and 15 placements. 
and then 8.2% was at 16 to 20 placements. From then on, from 20 to 25 placements, we had 5.3%, 26 to 30 placements, we had 5%, and then another 5% were over 30 placements. So, you know, the heavy, the heavy majority of that being within, you know, the one to 10 placement category, about 60%. So, yeah. Uh, Those are very telling statistics, that's for sure. I mean, this is where the rubber meets the road. It's, it's when it comes to recruiting and agency recruiters and professional recruiters, it's all about the placements. Actually, it's all about the Benjamins, but you have to make it <laughs> about the placements before you can get any Benjamins. In contrast to years past, uh, where the placements pretty much flowed like honey between 2015 and 19, uh, the answers to this question were weighted more toward the bottom, as you just pointed out. I mean, if you if you do some um, mathematical uh, jujitsu here, a combined 60.7% of survey participants made between one and 10 placements. Then the further up the ladder you go, the fewer recruiters are clinging on to the ladder, all the way to the point that only 5% of them made more than 30 placements. That's a lot of placements. Yeah. That is yeah. definitely a lot of placements, but uh, there are recruiters out there that make that many every single year. Um, so we are just splitting hairs a little bit here. After all, if you made 10 placements last year, chances are that you still did relatively well, especially when compared to other professions. But I know recruiters are not comparing themselves to other professions. They always want to build more this year than they did the previous year than the previous year uh, they never want to go down at all they don't forecast themselves going down they don't project themselves going down and they certainly don't like it when it happens but um, obviously 2020 yeah. was a special case and this is, this is the kind of stuff that will happen and did happen yeah yeah and, and i feel like that's you know that that's obviously a great thing to strive for is always you know continually trying to getting better trying to get better results each year but uh yeah i mean last year in general took a toll on on everyone and i think uh yeah, it seems like that's the that's generally the theme. Um, was yeah, things things just kind of died down, especially in March with such a big shock of you know everything shutting down for a couple weeks here and there, and then you know everything kind of transpired from there. But yeah, and and we do have some more responses, some more feedback from recruiters, and you know um, involving the amount that they the amount of placements they made. Um, Austin, you have a few more of those comments, don't you? Yeah, yeah, I do. So one person said, uh, "quote completely killed the business from March to June." So I for- I feel fortunate to build what we build. End quote. Uh, another person said, uh, "quote totally hurt my business. Revenues down over eighty five percent and placements down seventy percent." Uh, and there's quote. so there's more of that yeah. colorful language killed. Yeah. Yeah, hurt before so, it was murdered. Just uh, yeah, it just killed, murdered, you know, battered, beaten, stuff like that. It's just, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just uh, yeah, it, it seems like it's just uh, there. There's a lot of harsh language, and you know, mm-hmm. you, you can tell that's just representative of what happened uh, early on in this pandemic. So absolutely, definitely affected absolutely. business. Yeah. And just a reminder that today's episode of the Recruiting Report podcast is sponsored by and brought to you by Top Echelon Software, recruiting software for people who hire the best. If you're a professional recruiter, executive search consultant, then we invite you to apply for membership in Top Echelon Network, the leading split network of recruiters. Since 1988, the network has been helping recruiters share hot job orders and candidates for the purpose of making split placements. And right now, there are more than 2,000 open job orders and 6 million candidates being shared in Top Echelon Network. And both of those numbers are higher now than they were before the COVID-19 pandemic started. Top Echelon Network has been helping professional recruiters and search consultants leverage their resources to make more placements for more than three decades. And we can help you too. Visit www.topechelon.com to learn more about network membership. And while you're on the site, you can even apply for membership today. Once again, the website address is www.topechelon.com. 
All right. After that short public service announcement, we come to the next part of the um, recruiting industry report. And that is where we talk about the industries and niches where most of the placements came in 2020. We asked that recruiter, uh, we asked that question of the recruiters participating in the survey. And we have the top five industries. Austin, which industries were those? Yeah. So the top five industries of the top five, the very top uh, of those industries was manufacturing in 2020. Um, at 23%, 23.1% to be exact. Um, next, we had engineering at 11.7%, healthcare at 9.9%, information technology at 96 and business professionals at 8.9%. Mm. And just as an aside, I, don't, I guess it is related. These are t- traditionally the top industries and top echelon network, which I just referenced a little while ago. Uh, manufacturing, engineering, healthcare, IT for sure. But um, Austin, if you remember, I'm sure you do, when the pandemic first started, there were some industries that just took it on the chin more than others. Right. Uh, obviously, hospitality was one of those industries. Yeah, especially those, they're just those industries that, you know, were a lot of, um, you know, human facing and um, customer service type roles. Yeah, I feel like those ones, those ones for sure. Yeah, hospitality, as you mentioned, and, you know, uh, jobs where typically people had to go and work, you know, with other people in close quarters or work in person. Yeah. Yeah, hospitality sure. and travel. That was another yeah. one. Oh, yeah. But yeah. Airlines, for the airline industry as well. But oh, yeah. there were industries that were not quite as affected. These were some of them. Uh, I'm sure that there were others. But for the, the purposes of this survey and this report and the recruiters that participated in it, these were the places or the industries and niches where they made most of their most of their placements and most of their money in 2020. Now, one of the things we always ask in our state of the recruiting industry survey is, Marketing. We talk about marketing. Uh, we've we've yep. uh, talked with recruiters many times down through the years. They, uh, many of them say, "I'm a great recruiter. I'm just not that. I'm not the greatest marketer," um, <laughs> and th- and that's okay. That, that's that's the part of the job that a lot of recruiters don't like to do. They just like being on the phone and talking to people and making deals and making placements. And I do not blame them. But uh, we did ask them a question in this survey as well. Uh, which question was that, Austin? Uh, what was the primary method of marketing your services in 2020? So basically, yeah, I guess how, you know, how did you get your name out there and how did you, you know, make yourself a, a name, I guess, in 2020 and get, get some business generated. Um, so for the majority of those people, it looked like 42.2%. Um, their primary method of marketing their services was outbound marketing phone calls. So, you know, um, getting out there, dialing people up and, you know, just trying to, market yourself and make some business there. Um, next, we have marketing emails at 29.4%. Um, There's a lot of people using, you know, things like active campaign, MailChimp, maybe things like that. Who knows? Um, next, we had social media at 14.9%, um, a website at 11. 11.7%, and print marketing and direct mail at 1.8%. So very, very low on the print marketing and direct mail, which isn't too much of a surprise. But still, I guess there's, you know, some people out there that might be using it. So... Yes, there are a couple of things that uh, jump out at me from these results. And the first one being that outbound marketing phone call is 42.2%. You would think in this age of, uh, you know, the internet and digital and this and that and wireless yeah. and smartphones, and recruiters still make phone calls. They get on the phone and they make phone calls all day long. That is not, you know, that's a, that's a skill set that not a lot of people embrace. Recruiters embrace it wholeheartedly. And that's right. still how they market their services. Yeah. Yeah, that's actually, you know, now that I think about it, it, that's that's pretty surprising too. That, that's a that's a pretty big number for you're you're right, a world that's kind of on the internet and, and such, especially in, you know, businesses and stuff and 
through 2020, you know, I, I would assume would have assumed that people just kind of, you know, stuck to their emails or social media sites. But yeah, that's a, that's a big number. Well, speaking of email, you can see marketing emails at 29.4%. I think that just shows that uh, recruiters are very adaptive. They, they evolve, they make the changes they need to make. I mean, they know that they can get, um, when, when they use their marketing emails, they do get responses and they do get some hits on that. So they're using the best of both worlds. They're still making the phone calls, but they're also using email marketing and other things, social media too, at 15%. So they're adapting and, and changing with the times. They're they're using what has always worked and then incorporating things that now work in today's market. Exactly. What? Exactly. Print, and, and then there's print marketing and direct. I don't know what I'm more surprised about, the fact that that's even <laughs> registered and that people still use it. I don't know why I say that, but I don't yeah, know about you. That, when things come to my a, house in the mail, I just throw it away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's kind of what happens when when things end up on uh, in my mailbox too. But uh, yeah, that, I mean, I think that was just a good that was a good one to throw out there just to you know just to see you know like uh, an aha kind of question because uh, yeah, that's you know it, it's it is kind of a, an interesting um, you know way to market still. But uh, yeah, definitely definitely digital and and phone calls have taken over this so. I will say, though, there's something to be said for the, you know, the approach of, well, nobody sends print marketing or direct mail anymore. Maybe if we do it, we'll stand up. That's right. a possibility. That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's a possibility. But I don't know about that. I'm, I'm still a little <laughs> bit skeptical. I'm still a little bit skeptical about that one. But uh, 1.8 for what it's worth, 1.8 percent said print marketing and direct mail was the primary method. Um, yeah. Above outbound marketing phone calls and everything else on that list there. Uh, once again, we have some uh, survey feedback uh, awesome uh, yes. from recruiters. And what did they have to say about this question? Yeah. So the first person we had responded to this question said, quote, we really did an equal amount of emails, followed up with phone calls and a lot of social media posts and networking, end quote. Um, another person said, quote, I've been in, in the business for 45 plus years. I call old placements who are now hiring managers, end quote. Um so there you can see that, you know, it's a good mix. A lot of people calling and stuff like that. It seems like, you know, emails and phone calls on social media, it's, it's all kind of in one thing. But yeah, phone calls definitely seem like they have a strong hold in this, you know, marketing of, uh, marketing and recruiting. So um, another person responded saying, quote, all of my job orders come from repeat customers or referrals to other companies from repeat com customers, end quote. Um, and another person responded, quote, I recruited one place candidate I met on the golf course, ran with a most placeable candidate to numerous prospects and landed a great new client placing that particular candidate, end quote. So, uh, yeah, it, it seems to be, you know, a good mix here, I would say for sure. Um, people going back to old placements and stuff like that or old customers and, um, you know, old uh, referrals and stuff like that, which seems to be uh, a big key because I guess one of the, you know, one of the sections that wasn't you know, really in there was, uh, you know, in-person marketing. I don't know if that, that counts as marketing or not, but mm -hmm. um, it seems like, uh, yeah, people are using their, people went back to their, you know, the, the ties and connections that they had to, you know, help them generate some marketing and, and potentially business in 2020. So. I will say this though, of all, you know, we, we've done this five years now. This is our fifth state of the recruiting industry report. And in all five years, at least one person has mentioned the golf course. This is the fifth straight year. <laughs> that somebody said they did a deal on the golf course. Even in the midst of a global pandemic, recruiters are on the golf course making deals and placing candidates. I find that amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's funny. Well, I, I so I remember that was one of the first things that opened up every now and then, or I, I think in every, like depending on the state you were in, 
Um, but uh, yeah, I remember I remember golf courses being one of the first places to open. So yeah, that's uh, that's kind of funny. That is, and it just goes to tell you, face to face networking, like you said, relationships, and apparently golf; those are all intertwined with recruiting. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so now we are in. Uh, we're deep into the year 2021. Things are much different than they were a year ago at this time, at least here in the United States. And um, things are better for the job market, better for the economy, better for recruiters at this point. Um, companies are hiring, employers are issuing job orders. Uh, we just talked about those numbers a little while ago from Top Echelon Network, 2,000 job orders, which is more than we had in the network before the pandemic started. So things are definitely going in the right direction. Um, and the economy seems to be humming along. In fact, they're, they're projecting that uh, the second quarter growth and the growth of this year is gonna be more than they had anticipated at the start of the year. So it looks as though things might be pretty much back to where they were, be- not all the way, but it just feels like it could be close to being as robust an economy and a job market for recruiters as it was before the pandemic started. Yeah. Yeah. It seems like I, I've heard reports saying, you know, uh, things are returning to the pre pandemic levels. Um, but obviously those months taken out from, you know, starting in March to, you know, May, April or April, May, June, July, and, and so on, whenever it started to pick back up. Um, obviously those, those months taken out, uh, taken, had taken a hit on a lot of businesses. So with that aside, yeah, it seems like things are getting back to a normal state. Normal-ish. <laughs> normal-ish. Normal-ish. The new normal. The next normal. Whatever normal. Yes. Everybody likes to put... Everybody likes to talk about <laughs> some sort of different normal. Forget the old normal. It doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> exactly. Well, what's the new normal? No idea, but it's now normal. <laughs> well, we're just about out of time for today, but we are going to be talking about the uh, state of the recruiting industry report in, in uh, the next few podcast episodes that we're going to have in the recruiting report there's a lot of information in there we talked about and uh, we we asked a lot of questions uh, of the recruiters and they provided a lot of answers so we were, we're going to break all of that information down because i think it provides some insight into uh, what recruiters uh, are thinking how they're acting what they're doing how they're planning all those things but we want to thank everybody today for joining us for this episode of the recruiting report brought to you by top echelon software recruiting software for people who hire the best We invite you to join us next time. As I said, we'll continue to unpack the results of this survey, but you don't have to wait. You can download your copy of the report right now. Just go to www.topechelon.com slash state of the industry 2021. You just have to input a little information like your name and your, you know, nothing. We, We don't need your physical address. We don't need any passwords. We just need your name and your email address. Bare minimum. And then, yeah, bare minimum. That's you can download the report and you can read it yourself but um, we are going to talk about that in our next episode until then until next time for everybody at top echelon software this is matt deutsch and austin wilhelm saying goodbye and always be recruiting <laughs>